thank you for joining our conversation on Wow Whispering. I am your host, Diane A. Curran, and it is delightful to be with you. Wow is spontaneous, open, expressive. Whispering is intimate, still, receptive. In our modern age, moments rush in or away like quicksilver. Do we even make the time to savor a wow or reflect on a whisper, to notice and value such gifts? We're ready to do just that with you right now. It is so wonderful to be with everyone again. I'm so delighted to have you with me and with us because I have a wonderful guest to share with you. Her name is Lisa Thomas, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about her in a second. But I would just love you to hear her voice. Lisa, it is so great to be with you today. Would you say hello to our listeners? Absolutely. Happy New Year. I know. We're at the beginning of 2019. Oh, my gosh. Very exciting. Brand new year. Lots Mm -hmm. of new energy bouncing around. In fact, we're in major go mode. From our point of view on Earth, which is where we all live for the most part, we see the planetary motion in certain ways. So the planets never go backwards in the sky, but sometimes they look like they are. And that shifts the energy. So when they're all going forward, which doesn't happen that very often, human beings get all revved up, we get excited, we want to go. Sometimes we go a little faster than we should. But Here's what's exciting. People are in go mode because it's the beginning of the year and this matches up perfectly. So I promised our listeners that I would share a little bit about your background. So I'm going to do that right now if I may. So Lisa Thomas is a transformational leader and she combines her work as a gifted healer and a spiritual business coach. What a great combination. She integrates a combination of proven business strategies with the infinite power of spiritual healing and energy work. And this helps her clients to create an aligned, profitable business and life. She works with talented people from all walks of life to help them get their gifts and talents out into the world in a bigger way. And Lisa believes that everyone deserves to be seen and known and heard for who they are. She's devoted to reconnecting people to their soul's purpose to experience more love, more joy, and more financial abundance. Oh, how wonderful. Now, Lisa has really been on the go herself. She's helped thousands of people worldwide to achieve their business and life goals through her speeches, her coaching sessions, and her products and meditations. She lives in good old Los Angeles, California with her husband. Lisa, I am so intrigued with the unusual combination of we think of business as being very here and now in the material world and grounded, and we think of spiritual healing and energy as being maybe intangible, sometimes a little harder for people to tune into. What caused you to bring those two together? I have a business mind, and I love business. And then I have these spiritual gifts that I was born with. And so it took me my lifetime to understand that you can combine the two and still be in alignment. So many people, right? If they're spiritual, then they don't believe that they can be financially abundant. If they're spiritual, they don't believe that they can make money with their gifts. And then the scientific side, then they think that there is no room for spirituality. But that's not true, see? You can have it all. Mm -hmm. You know, I love that we live in a time where the message that you are putting out there, first of all, it needs to be heard. 
Thank but you. I think there's an opening for it to be heard. Don't you? Do you yeah. find people Absolutely. more receptive these days? Absolutely. Even 10 years ago, nobody knew what it meant. Energy healing? What did that mean? Right? Um, yeah. And now people are, if they haven't heard of it, they are open to knowing about it. There's been a, so many shifts with Mother Earth and, the, and our planet. And, and even going into 2019, 2018, and you know this, Diane, was a hard year for many, many people, yeah. right? And yeah. so this movement forward and these, uh, everything going in direct, uh, the planet's going direct, or is a gift for us right now to help motivate us, get us out of what happened in 2018 for so many people. I think it's really remarkable because in a way, there are these seasons on earth, you know, winter, spring, summer, fall, mm -hmm. that really do shift the energy, speaking of energy, mm -hmm. and we feel differently in different seasons. Mm -hmm. we, we want to focus on different things. Yep. We find ourselves naturally drawn to different aspects of life. Mm -hmm. So I think this, this um, way of speaking, to really speak about energy, is really a wonderful, um, I'm going to call it a context, a way of life, for people to begin to give some credibility to those inner feelings that sometimes we don't have all the words for, do we? No, we don't. And that's okay. That's what you, as long as you're okay with not being able to put it into a word form, then it will begin to flow and develop and you'll get more comfortable with it. Well, I, I love that you're bringing up the word, word. <laughs> yeah. Here we are on Wow Whispering. And I, I've shared with my listeners over the course of our episodes here that oftentimes the word wow for many people doesn't have a definition. They, people can't say, well, this is exactly what it means. But you notice that they know when to say it. It just kind of arises naturally, right? Have you ever said wow unexpectedly yourself? Absolutely. For me, the wow shows up in the aha moment. Wow, right? That was insightful. Or wow, I didn't think of it that way. Or it's, it's that aha for me anyway. Mm -hmm. and, and it's great because even aha doesn't really have a definition. There's something no, about it. it doesn't. But wow is better than aha, right? <laughs> well, I think... I think what's great about it is that it's something that when we hear someone else say it, we get a lot of meaning behind it. And usually we're intrigued with what caused that person to say, yeah. wow, was it something wonderful that happened to them that we want to kind of learn more about? Or was it something uh, surprising or even shocking that they even say, oh, yeah. oh wow, I'm, I wasn't expecting that. Right. Well, mm -hmm. And when Lisa and I were talking, uh, just to include everyone in, when Lisa and I were talking in advance about this, Lisa said something very interesting about what she considers a wow in her life. And she says it's when people gain their voice, their life, and their purpose by clearing ancestral blockages. Now yeah. that, Lisa, opens up a whole conversation I definitely want to have with you. So okay. can you share a little bit about that for people who may not know quite what that means absolutely like that's fun for me okay <laughs> we inherit many things in our lives when we're born we inherit our gifts and our talents we inherit creativity right we inherit who we are and along with the good comes the bad as is life right and so we also inherit from our lineage our parents our bloodline we inherit trauma, we inherit uh, phobias, we inherit false beliefs, we inherit blocks, 
we can have a money block. We can have a block to success. We can have a block in relationships. And I call it, so think of a, let me define block, okay? Okay. If you think of an electric panel, if the wire is crimped or, you know, yeah, crimped, then the electricity doesn't flow, right? So it's the same in our own energy system. When we inherit a block or inherit a pattern, as I like to say, mm -hmm. it crimps us. And so we have to work extra hard when we shouldn't have to. Maybe we are um, procrastinating. That can be an inherited pattern, procrastination. Anxiety can be inherited. But the beautiful thing is we don't have to keep it. So we didn't do anything wrong to inherit it, nor did our ancestors pass it down to us on purpose. It's just part of, our, of, of what happens in the family tree. But I call it a tender mercy from the universe, Diane, to release what isn't ours so that our soul, who we are, can be seen. We can radiate out. People can see us for who we are, and we can see where we're going. We can set those intentions, and they'll happen easier for us. What it reminds me of is when you think about parents with a, their brand-new baby who's just gotten born, right. many times they... They, they find it difficult to put into words, but they have this feeling that <laughs> the, the world is this new baby's oyster, that this new baby yeah. has all kinds of opportunity that maybe they feel that either they didn't get or their parents didn't get, but they want that for their child. They want the best of everything. Mm -hmm. Now, the life path that it takes to go down that road of growing right. up and having a little kid and mm -hmm. then you know, you've got to guide them and watch out that they don't fall down or, you know, eat the wrong thing or do all right. those dangerous things that little babies, they have no idea. Right. So they're looking to adults for mm -hmm. guidance like every minute of every day. Mm -hmm. And they're learning how to be human beings by imitating them, right? Well, that's different though, okay? Inherited is going to come through in the emotional DNA. It's in our cells and it gets handed down in the cell memory. And what you're bringing up is another way that things get trapped within us. That is like a learned behavior, or we mm -hmm. overhear our parents talking or fighting about money and that life, and we take on the identity of our parents that life has to be a struggle, that we have to work 18 hours in order to make a dime, that type of thing. We can learn. Um, have you known someone in your life, Diane, when they were dating their partner? life was wonderful. And then as soon as they got married, it changed. Yes. And their partner changed. Yes. Well, what happens in that situation is before you get married, you're free of any identity. You didn't know what your parents were like when they dated. But when you get married or maybe when a child is born, then those learned behaviors surface yeah. and all of a sudden you're trapped in, in, in what isn't, you don't have to keep anymore. So relationships become complicated. Yeah. So in a way, the two, the inherited, uh, the inherited DNA, the inherited behavior patterns, the inherited mm -hmm. energy patterns get triggered mm -hmm. by what you observe absolutely doing. And they may be unconscious of why they're doing it. They're just doing it. And they just start to repeat the behavior. And in a way, you're, you're reinforcing the energy pattern and then making it physical in yourself in a way that is just very frustrating, I'm sure. It can cause frustration. Now, I just before our call here, I worked with I was working with a woman who was adopted. 
So I was picking up on the inherited pattern, but they weren't from the parents that raised her. So see, this is where you'll have a situation that'll surface, but it's not because you learned it. But she did learn money scarcity from her, from her adoptive parents. So she's got really two sets of influences that may be reinforcing each other. They may be in conflict, right? But it's a lot for uh, a younger person to grapple with. And they kind of, you know, we're in survival mode when they're, when we're little. And then we go older and we say, well, I, I figured out that coping mechanism. So therefore that's going to stay. And what you are doing, the work that you do gives people an opportunity to consciously choose. It sounds like. Yeah, so it would be for people that maybe have done a lot of other things in their life, okay? Maybe they've gone to therapy, which is good, or they've tried other healers. Um, but the, the person that is uh, ready for this is ready for change. They're ready to really um, embrace life, live in the moment, and know that there's something more for them than what, they're having, that what they've experienced. Mm -hmm. so this reminds me of the whisper that you shared with me when we were talking about getting together today. And what Lisa said was what she considers a whisper would be when an inherited pattern is cleared, it also releases from everyone else in that bloodline. It releases for the parents, the children, the siblings, not just yourself. Could you share a little bit more about that? This is one of the things that feeds my soul, Diane. Because when an inherited emotion is released from the client, if they have children, I'll be able to tell them if they're, not everybody inherits the same thing. Mm -hmm. You might have a sibling that did not inherit abandonment, but you did, okay? Mm -hmm. So I can tell them who inherited it, how it shows up, but it will release from them. So it releases whether they're in physical form or not. So if your parents have passed away or a grandparent, it, it will release from them too. And the beautiful thing is, see, you're healing bloodline a lot as this happens. So let me get, do I have time for an example? Please do. I think that's okay. always a great way for people so, to really get how it is in someone's life. Right. If they're over 18 years old, the, the child, then like sometimes uh, I can work, I'll work with kids. Um, I don't need the kid's permission because the parent gives me permission. Well, this particular client has one daughter and she's 20, she was 20 and she was going to turn 21 just before New Year's Eve. Okay. Well, she hit, the daughter had been drinking too much, but she didn't, right? Mm. So I, she said, can you help her? And I said, not without her permission, but I can help her through you by asking what the inherited emotion is that your daughter inherited that mm -hmm. triggers her to hide behind alcohol, things like that, lots of different mm -hmm. ways. Well, we spent two sessions and we just cleared around addiction, around insecurity, things like that. Mm -hmm. So then a month went by and she texted me on New Year's Eve, the mother did. And she said, you are not, now the daughter didn't know I was, we were doing this. Mm -hmm. And she said, my daughter just walked in and said, mom, you know what? I know that I'm 21. But I just volunteered to be the designated driver. I have no desire to drink. Wow. Yeah. This is all taking place, we could say, energetically. Yeah. Um, and the energy is so powerful that it communicates to Absolutely. the people involved. Mm -hmm. And 
I don't know, Lisa, but I'm kind of getting that the heart is involved. And when I say the heart, I don't mean necessarily the pumping organ. I mean the heart chakra of mm -hmm. love and openness love. and caring. Mm -hmm. And that seems to have a very powerful ability to, um, we'll say, communicate itself and, and move itself forward. It does. It does. And, you know, guardian angels play a big step, a, bit, a big role in this. Our guardian angels, we have, you know, one or two from birth. And then, you know, it's a very organized world on the other side. And um, they get very much involved. But see, when it's inherited and it's just coming down, it will go, it will release all the way back. It doesn't matter if it's 15 generations. Mm -hmm. It will go, it will clear from everyone. But yeah, you're right. It's the heart. It's the heart. It's your intention. It's the ability uh, to be able to connect and and because see, the subconscious is giving me the information. Mm -hmm. So even though I can hear, even though a relative might come to watch, you know, the process from the other side of the veil, I'm able to do what I do and go so deep because the subconscious. I'm trusting the body. I'm trusting the client's body to give me the information. Well, you bring up something that I'm, I'm going to put some words to, and this is um, for our listeners to understand the way mm -hmm. that Lisa works, and she shared a bit about with me, and you can please add Lisa, but I wanted okay. to share that one of the powerful aspects of what you do is to be 100% non-judgmental. So you're not judging or evaluating where people are, you're just noticing and seeing where it is so that you can communicate something they may have a struggle even identifying. And um, you were born with some gifts and you've alluded to your gifts and they, they are really many and they're all in the world of clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, we are familiar with those terms. And then there's something called claircognizance, clairfragrance, and what it is is that your senses operate at a level energetically where there's more information coming through them to you that you can then perceive, maybe yeah. articulate and share. Would that be a fair way to say it? I love that. You're really good at that, Diane. Absolutely. Which then, see, gives the, the individual the opportunity to be seen and understood like maybe they haven't before. Yeah. Right. And nobody lives through trauma again when it was my work. You don't live through the trauma because there isn't any reason to do it. Once the body gives me what it is, then it releases very easily. There isn't any. You might get emotional, but I have a term for tears. It's the body's way of speaking truth to us. So when tears show up, I give, you know, that's great. I'm gra grateful for that. But nobody experiences trauma. I don't know why. I just really wanted to tell you that, that it's not, a, it's not like reliving the moment of something bad. I'm glad you did because for many people, um, and I've certainly experienced this myself, if something is, was a traumatic experience that you have almost um, burned into your memory, to, to approach it without the proper support or the proper um, tools to release it, it can feel like oh, I'm afraid I'll be reliving it and it's agony because it's like on a repeating loop with no way out and you don't want to be, uh, you, you don't want to go there. And so you're not requiring that of people. You're not requesting that of people. You're actually giving them another avenue that is not that. Right. That's great. great. So I'm releasing words. Think of it like that. Mm -hmm. So I use kinesiology to get to my answer. Mm -hmm. 
So even though an ancestor might say, oh, it's abandonment, it's not that the ancestor is wrong. It might be that the body won't, doesn't want to give me that word next, right? It doesn't want to go in that order. So we don't live our life by megahertz. We don't associate with that megahertz vibration. But we do live our life through words, through emotions, through, um, yeah, words in the dictionary, right? That's how we define things. Well, every word in the dictionary has a vibration. It does have a megahertz associated with it. So if you inherited abandonment, right? Mm -hmm. And then if the subconscious trapped abandonment, then that is a vibration that's going to be within you. So we're going to be attracting people that abandon, or we might be abandoning our own hopes and dreams. So I'm finding the word and releasing the word. Nobody has to relive whatever it is. Yeah. So you're tapping into something else, it sounds like, that's very important to acknowledge a, a very great gift that is inherent in each of us. So your clients come to you and they are willing to listen and hear the words that you're going to share. And that's a very powerful space to be in, a space of listening. Yes. So um, it's not all on you. There's no. like, it sounds like there's a, like an exchange, a partnership, a collaboration mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. sorts. Absolutely, because they're going to come to me with an intention. Mm -hmm. For example, they're gonna, they might say, Lisa, I work really hard and I'm not bringing in enough money. Okay? Yeah. Or I've been in this relationship for 10 years and I'm miserable. Okay? Whatever it is, whether it's a business goal, a personal goal, um, they come to me with some ideas on what they need help with. Now, um, so I'm, I'm, people can come to me, Diane, for physical issues. Mm -hmm. But what I found is, so let's say that, well, this has happened. Somebody called me and said, I've got about 100 pounds I need to release. Can you help me? Well, yeah, I can. But that's that hard conversation of, it didn't come in overnight. And even though I'm really good at what I do, I cannot release this in one time. Yeah. So there's a, right, the body isn't going to let, I'm not going to over-process somebody or put it, somebody into a healing crisis. But our aches and our pains as we get older are because these emotions have been in there and operating within our energy system for so long that the body is screaming pain so that you'll pay attention. Yeah. 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 And each person has different triggers for mm -hmm. this, we'll Absolutely. say, um, this held or stuck mm -hmm. energy, this frozen energy mm -hmm. that has no way out. Right. And it wants to get out. It, you it know, does. the universe is not designed for permanent contraction. I always say, you know, you don't breathe in once and that's the end. You've got to right. breathe in and out and then mm -hmm. you've got to breathe out and in and keep yep. going back and forth. And the universe does that too. It does. You think about it. It's, mm -hmm. it's something we're only beginning to really grapple with and, and, and think about and consider as we hum, human beings have learned how to use our physical gifts to mm -hmm. <clears throat> create these exploring machines that go up into outer space and see things from a perspective we cannot hear on Earth. And I just find that fascinating because it changes too. our mindset. It does. Know? Mm -hmm. Remarkable. And it changes our emotions because it opens up possibility. 
Well, and we, yeah, exactly. We trust. We can turn our burdens over to the universe. We can allow possibilities and opportunities in our life, and we'll take them. We won't sabotage. This is kind of changing the way human beings think about a, a, a good old familiar companion called time. Yeah. <laughs> and time, we look at our watch and we say, it's exactly, you know, 2.30 p.m. or whatever time that may be. Mm-hmm. Well, where is it 2.30 p.m.? It's 2.30 p.m. on your wrist, but if you send a, 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 um, uh, a traveling, I'm going to call it a spaceship. That's such a non-technical term. You're going to send a spaceship to Mars, right? and it's going to send back a picture. That <laughs> takes a certain number of minutes to get here. Mm-hmm. And so we, are, we don't notice this yet, but the more we start to see things that come from far away, we just sent something out, a satellite that went like super far to identify a little crazy snowman-shaped rock out there in the universe. Right. By the time it got to us, it was three or four or maybe even more hours later yeah. by the time we could see it fresh as if it just happened right now in our world. But that's history. So we begin to have an elastic view of time, which is why I'm, I'm really intrigued with your access to generations that came before us mm-hmm. and Maybe the generations that will follow us. Do you feel like this is freeing up the energy for absolutely to come after us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to be born with less burdens. Uh-huh. And it's all about, you know, as time, this is just Lisa Thomas philosophy, but as, as we get into this further in this dispensation, uh, good and bad is becoming polarized, mm-hmm. right? And you can't be a, a fence center anymore. And as time goes on, we will not be allowed to be offensive. You're going to take one side or the other on whatever it is, okay? And those kids being born now are stronger than our generation. And this is just going to allow them to tap into their own gifts and be strong and confident and less burdened. Mm -hmm. It's one of the exciting things about living now on the cusp of almost overexpanded mass communication that we have now. Mm -hmm. the changes that that's really requiring of us. And, you know, we didn't start out that way. So it's a big adjustment for the people who are already here, but the people coming in next are like, oh yeah, I know how that works on earth. (laughs) And and they'll catch it much quicker. Yeah. You know, like when we came in, uh, we had inventions, we had the car, we had the radio, we had the television, whatever it was, we had movies. We had, yeah. But we didn't have you know, smartphones, and we didn't have a computer sitting with, with you know, a supercomputer capacity sitting on your desk. Mm-mm. We didn't have the ability to broadcast from our own homes, our own virtual studios, without having to go somewhere and sit down and, you know, plan it and, you know, have a, a, a fleet of experts around you to help you do it. Now we just pick up a, a little piece of, you know, a couple of ear pods, right. put them in your ears, and you're ready to go. I mean, this is a remarkable shift to a non-physical reality, if you think about it. it absolutely. But, and if we take it even a little bit deeper, right, it means now that we are in this world of open communication and visual, visual world, we can't hide. So it's not so much about what our neighbor thinks about us anymore. We have to be in integrity if we're going to be out in the world because the whole world knows everything. Everything is public knowledge and nothing can be hidden anymore. So um, we, right? Yeah. It just, yeah. 
that's both a whisper and a wow, because the whisper <laughs> is, we, it sneaks up on us. We haven't necessarily thought about that in a real clear, long-term fashion. Yeah. But it's a wow, because when you realize the magnitude mm-hmm. of that happening for each and every person. And as we know, I, I, I've often said, I have a lot of compassion for the people who do their growing up in public, because it's not always easy. It's oftentimes bumpy. But when we see that occurring for other people, we don't always realize, oh, that could happen for us as well. It sure can. So mm-hmm. we've got to be, as you say, really giving a much greater respect to um, living a life of integrity. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm for this. This is a great conversation. So I'm going to uh, pause here. What a great place to pause and kind of let the universe come in and see what it has to share with us next. We'll be right back. We're going to take a little break, and I'll be back with my wonderful guest, Lisa Thomas. So stay with us, and we'll have more to share. Thank you for being with us on Wow Whispering. In each episode, we present a public service announcement that highlights resources committed to uplifting our quality of life. Look for the episode show notes, which have links to learn more. And today, we are pleased to feature the Library of Congress. It's the largest library in the world with millions of books, recordings, photographs, newspapers, maps, and manuscripts in its many diverse collections. The library is the main research arm of the U.S. Congress and the home of the U.S. Copyright Office. And the library preserves and provides access to a rich, diverse, and enduring source of knowledge to inform, inspire, engage you in your intellectual and creative endeavors. Whether you're new to the Library of Congress or an experienced researcher, they've got a world-class staff ready to assist you online and in person. Now, speaking of online, you can find them, and boy, they are great with a very simple website to remember. It's loc.gov. That stands for Library of Congress, loc.gov. On Facebook, it's Library of Congress. So they encourage you to visit the Library of Congress in person in Washington and explore the library online from wherever you may be and connect with them on social media. And let me add, most importantly, the Library of Congress belongs to the citizens of the United States. Origins, oh yeah, they have origins. The library was founded in 1800, a mere 24 years after the Declaration of Independence, making it the oldest federal cultural institution in the nation. On August 24th, in 1814, British troops burned the Capitol building where the library is housed and destroyed the library's core collection of 3,000 volumes. But on January 30th, 1815, less than a year later, Congress approved the purchase of Thomas Jefferson's personal library of twice that many, 6,487 books for $23,950. I'll bet that was a lot in those days. The Library of Congress is the largest library in the world with more than 167 million items on approximately 838 miles of bookshelves. The collections include more than 39 million books and other printed materials, 3.6 million recordings, 14.8 million photographs, 5.5 million maps, 8.1 million pieces of sheet music, and 72 million manuscripts. I'm just going to say wow to all this. Check it out, because isn't that what we do with libraries? I'm not sure it's a lending library, but 
it's definitely a place that you can access online or in person. Thank you. Well, I'm very excited to be back here with Lisa Thomas. This is Diane Curran, and we are here, and we are both wowing and whispering like crazy here <laughs> because we're both excited about the new, um, I'm going to say, experiences that life is bringing to everyone. So, Lisa, I want to ask you, as you've been doing the work that you've been doing with people, with your healing, I want to do a couple things. I want to give people your website. They'll be in the show notes as well. When people are listening to this, just note that wherever you're listening to it, there's going to be some um, printed uh, text that you can check into. Here's Lisa's website. I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to spell her name so you have that right. It's lisathomasenergyhealing.com. And Lisa's name is spelled L-I-S-A, and Thomas is spelled T-H-O-M-A-S. So it's lisathomasenergyhealing.com. And Lisa, you have some wonderful gifts for people who are listening today. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to share that you have on your website a special offer mm -hmm. that has to do with the business side of life and the money mm -hmm. side of life. And could you tell people about that? I think it's on, right up there on your homepage. Am I right about that? It's on the homepage. And you find it by, it's up in the top left-hand corner. Okay. And this is a healing meditation where I'm taking you through a process to release money blocks. So the subconscious is going to connect with me and it will release these blocks that I find on this, in the meditation from you to help you get in more of alignment to be able to receive money and maybe to honor money more, right? Mm. Uh, lots of times we sabotage our own money abundance, but um, this is specifically for inherited blocks, inherited money um, where it slows us down, complicates things. Mm, that's wonderful. And um, on your site, you have many different tools and you have um, access to some of the kinds of programs and products that you make available to people so people can get to know you through mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. and get to know more about you. And I wanted to ask you, Lisa, of, of all the work that you've done as you kind of broaden your own um, visibility here in the world and people find you and people come to you in addition to we'll call it the the, the inherited money blocks which is a big mm -hmm. one for so many people people have such mm -hmm. a hard time talking about money or mm -hmm. and being with it themselves mm -hmm. but are you finding anything else that you would say you've noticed that maybe it even surprised you but you've noticed that a lot of folks are dealing with these days a lot of overwhelm, a okay. lot of anxiety, fear around uh, the politics and the world in general um, creates inner, inner turmoil, inner chaos. They're not getting deep sleep. They're, not, even, they're just not able to feel safe. Mm -hmm. And that's a very primal need that people have. Yeah. From so the time yeah. little babies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when that's not fulfilled, then some of the higher order things that people want to accomplish in their lives, they get thwarted. They just can't be completely um, uh, going forward with a sense of trust in this. No, unknown. Right. And so that will slow it down. So when mm -hmm. we don't trust, then the universe isn't going to bring us more. It just isn't. If we can't see an opportunity and trust that everything's going to be okay to take it, then opportunities will stop coming. Mm -hmm. 
one of my favorite um, cosmic jokes that I think the universe sa says to us in, in so many ways is like, was this what you had in mind? No. <laughs> 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 or yes the answer is yes and some of the answer is oh, i had no idea <laughs> um it's kind of fascinating so it's it's like the energy does show up in in very noticeable form it's, it's sometimes massively to, to get our attention right mm -hmm. yeah it does absolutely what what's an example you're thinking of what's happened you know that you can think of well, I notice that sometimes people in business, and I've experienced this myself, and I've, I've shared this conversation mm -hmm. with people who are in business for themselves mm -hmm. as business owners, and that is a big, huge commitment that people make, which is, uh-oh, if I turn around and look behind you, me, I'm the one there that needs to move this forward. Sometimes mm -hmm. there is a lack of trust in oneself, mm -hmm. and you think, well, gosh, I'm I don't know as much as I need to know. I'm not as expert as I need to be. I'm not as uh, rich as this mega corporation I'm comparing myself to. It is amazing the, the little script that can start to run the show and get in the way and create this kind of stopping where um, one loses a sense of adventure about being in business for yourself. And right. it becomes instead this as you say, this kind of I'm not safe, scary place that people right. come to. One emotion that I find with individuals in business or um, mostly business, that is it's shame. So it's shame is always inherited first. Okay. And then there might be situations in our life where maybe a teacher humiliated you in, in third grade and you became, you know, you didn't know the answer or whatever. And the kids laughed. But shame will complicate our life because it shows up as, as a feeling of, I don't know enough, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I, I'm not worthy to be an expert. Somebody knows more than I do, so I can't call myself an expert. And that just slows us down, or they're always getting ready to get ready. Or people, I'm not doing it the way it should be done. There's some, that's right. there's some mythical, perfect way right. to do it out there that we don't measure up to. That we don't measure up to, which is perfectionism. Right. <laughs> so I, but see, I think of perfectionism as somebody that's good with details that's just out of balance to where they've created so many limitations in these rules that they live in that they can never meet those expectations. So in a sense, it, perfect, it, it protects them from failure because there's always a reason why it didn't happen. Yeah, or it's not done yet. I have to do one done. more thing. I have to that's add this right. piece to it. I'm, mm -hmm. it, it. It's funny, you know. Um, I live in the world of art and yeah. I am very familiar with the things that stop artists. And one of the things is um, I haven't perfected my technique. Yeah. I've got this blank canvas and now I've filled it up, but I got to keep painting. I got to keep painting. And then there's a fear of, oh my gosh, if I add one too many strokes here, I'm going to ruin it. Right? So you're stuck between, I better not finish it because if I think I'm finishing it, I might be wrecking it. That's right. The other thing oh. is, I, so I've, I've done them in the past. I added one too many strokes or one too many colors, and look what a mess I made. Instead uh -huh. of something, um, I don't know, I'll share with you a little secret I have, which is early uh -huh. on, I decided that I would uh, require two things of myself when I would do art. Number one is get all the ideas out of my head mm -hmm. so that I was starting with not only a blank canvas, but a blank mind, an empty mind. I love that. And the second rule was there are no mistakes. Right. Well, that was the harder one to follow because 
I would see some. In fact, I just did a painting two days ago, and I, at first I was doing it. I said, oh, my God, this is horrible. I can't stand this. And I thought, Diane, you're not allowed to throw this wonderful watercolor away. You've got to keep working on it. Let's see what reveals itself. Well, I just kept at it and trying things. And okay. Trying and somehow I stopped hating it so much. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now it's sitting there, and I use so much water that's kind of all like, round and wrinkly, but I thought, oh, here's the nifty part. Now I can do something you're not supposed to do, which is I can go back and work on it a second time mm -hmm. and add some more stuff. So this is going to be a very Baroque watercolor with lots and lots and lots of mm -hmm. color and shades and things. Beautiful. So I'm giving myself permission to be not done yet. And part two, we'll see what happens next. <laughs> I like that. And, and add, in, add in there, this is perfect for someone. Someone, if, if, do you sell your art? I, I have, and, and, okay. and I always find that um, I, I cannot predict what someone's going to like. Exactly, they're, because it's going to be perfect for someone. The perfect person <laughs> was, is going to resonate. Who it's meant for, it, they will love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I, I am so pleased that you're saying that because you are saying something that reminds me of people who are inventing new things, mm -hmm. people who are starting a new business, people who are inventing, maybe they work for a large company. You know, mm -hmm. the old story of Post-its. It was like, we have all this wasted paper with this weird sticky glue. What do we do with it? And they yeah. finally figured out, oh, this is something people need. And now everybody uses Post-its like crazy. It was, it was an unexpected invention mm -hmm. instead of being treated like a mistake. Right. Right. So, Lisa, I want to ask you mm -hmm. to share, if you will, um, kind of what's wowing you these days. Maybe, maybe over the last month or so as we kind of finished off 2018, we're getting into 2019. Is there anything that's kind of jumping up that makes you say a kind of a wow to yourself? I have so many things coming to me. The wow right now for me is to, um, is to see change last. Like I love seeing lasting change. So, right? That is, that's just like, to me, that's a miracle. That's like a gift from the universe to, um, to know that you can live in your soul's purpose. And there's so many people on the planet now that are stepping into that. Mm -hmm. So it's not just some momentary sort of hiccup. It's mm -hmm. something that really changes the, the quality of their life, maybe the direction Absolutely. of their life. And they can live in the moment. And so many people go, well, I don't know what that means, but you will when you get rid of all this clutter stuff that isn't yours or you don't need anymore. You mm -hmm. can literally be mindful and present and have joy on a continual basis and be in flow where you work flows, you get fed monetarily as well as spiritually. That's a wow to me. That is a wow. And it's something that sometimes we don't think we have. Uh, permission to have in our lives. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And you're giving people a way to grant that to themselves. Mm -hmm. So you're just you're just a big old wow maker over there. <laughs> 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 well, I am so thrilled that we've had the opportunity to just see into the vision of the way life can be that Lisa Thomas makes available. 
not only for the people around her, but clearly for herself, because she's in the middle of this extraordinary experience and this journey that she's on. So thank you everyone for, for flowing with the go with us. And we want to wish you the very best. Lisa, is there anything you'd like to say to our visitors as we say goodbye for today? I've loved being here. I love being in this conversation. And um, I would just say step into this year of 2019 with bravery and courage because you know that it's in your divine right to be happy and prosperous. Oh, that's perfect. And I'm just going to add to that that you know what? Even if someone were listening to this in the future, you can do this every year. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you, Lisa. And thank thank you, Diane, for being here. And we will be with you very soon again. Take care. Bye-bye. What a pleasure to be with you in the world of wow whispering. As we complete this episode, I invite you to notice the wows and whispers that enliven or challenge as they fulfill life for you in both tiny moments and transforming experiences. I wish you the very best until we meet next time.